first off, we're here in Chicago for the Underscores show, and this is your first show, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, so you ready for the worst goddamn smelling room you've ever been in your entire <laughs> life? The Hyperpop Daily Show yesterday in LA, they were handing out, like, Hyperpop deodorant, <laughs> but they misspelled deodorant on the label, so it says, like, deodorant or something <laughs> like that. They were, That's funny as fuck. Considering the fact that, like, you recently performed at both the Camp Boneyard and Daria Fest URL festivals, um, I'm wondering, has the thought of, like, ever stepping into the realm of, like, DJing or, like, doing a live performance like that any step ever stepped in your mind or no i can't picture myself doing it like how come i don't know it seems like out of the realm of possibility to me actually is it just like would you have like too much like anxiety to like step up on stage or anything like that or i don't know it just doesn't feel like I, it's something i can do at some point i don't know i'm just like i don't even think it's like a realistic expectation fair enough uh, but i mean i'm just thinking like a Genghis set would like rip a room in half but uh <laughs> something like not everyone like may know about you is that uh you actually like posted quite a quite a few youtube videos a while ago oh yeah um where you know you hit all the staples minecraft csgo all the usual suspects yeah. but in the past year there's been like kind of an increasing push for musicians and artists to also become content creators on stuff like TikTok and YouTube and whatnot. So I'm wondering, like, as someone who's clearly been both, like, what do you think are the pros and cons of that, like, line between content creator and, like, artist being increasingly, like, blurred? I will say there's a lot of ways that people promote their shit on, like, TikTok, namely. That's just, like, cringe to me. Like, like people do it in such a cringe way. It's like, I would never do it like that. A lot of people, like, they focus on, like, how to make like successful content it's not the same as like good content necessarily like you know that shit it's like oh it's like how to make a high, oh, 100x beat and they're always the and they're, worst it's always the shittiest thing in the world and like that's what when i think of music content creator that's what i think of and if anyone like trying to make like also like make it as a music like a as a artist or whatever also doing that i'm like you're gonna get like like clowned on by this like rockstar bebo yeah like, like bebo, that, yeah. that's what you're gonna get if you want to be on tiktok and do music when i think of that i think of like kmo and delete seek tiktok like that's funny as fuck yeah like just the the stuff that's like almost unrelated to their music yeah no because i feel what people like like is when an artist shows that they're a person mm -hmm. so if you're just like oh look at this like crazy ass beat that i made, and that's all you post all the time like you don't really get like that like look into like their humor or their what they like or anything like that i get like a lot of people like being frustrated with the fact that like oh when i make an, an awesome song i don't want it like the first thing to pop into my head is like okay i have to make a tiktok out of this mm -hmm. like i get that but i also don't really see it as like any different of a paradigm shift as like what streaming services did to the music industry it made things a lot more difficult in some ways but it also made things a lot more accessible in some ways but i do get that thing of like people using TikTok as like, okay, I'm not just going to use this as an opportunity to like make people familiar with myself. I'm also just going to use it to like blow up. And, uh, and on the topic of content creators, this has to be like the fifth goddamn time I've mentioned it in the interviews. But um, I've, so far, I've only spoken to people who were away from the computer when this happened. But my understanding is that you were on Discord with the other members of Twerk Nation when iShow Speed hopped on that Twerk Nation. Beat. Yeah, that, oh my fucking God, dude. So I was in another call with my, with a totally different friend group from like back when I was like, like Minecraft Twitter, like that whole friend group. I was in like a huge ass call with all those friends beforehand. And they send, yo, Steve, did you hear about this? And I was like, what the fuck? What is this? And he said, they send the premiere for iShow Speed Prod Twerk Nation 28. It said like before the song even went live. Or yeah, no, you saw I, like, I saw the premiere. Yeah. Oh my God. It was like, it was like 11 minutes from now. It, the, it'll go live. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I send it in the Twerk Nation Discord. I think I was the first person to talk or one of the first people to talk about it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I send it. I'm like, which one of you produced this? And everyone <laughs> was like, everyone was like, I don't fucking know who, who did this. Yeah. I thought it was Nick at first because Nick just does a bunch of shit and doesn't tell anybody. Nick just kind of is like, 
on their own shit all the time. When it actually happened and we heard it was the the Sizzy song, everyone was like, "What the fuck is this?" Because even Sizzy was a VC, and it was like, it was crazy. And did Sizzy know about it at the time? Of- no, no, no one knew about this. And then also the Leroy song as well, right? But yeah. but didn't isn't that one deleted now or something? That one's deleted now. Yeah, uh, Loki, that one sucked. I don't even know how Speed found that. Yeah. Like, I'm not surprised they found the Twerk Nation one. Speed has like. Made some other stuff, stuff, uh, other stuff that was also Jersey. I don't know how you find a rhythm song from that, and then I'm like, I can go on that. Like, how the fuck do you do that? And then like, I love how he like shot a music video for it, released it, and then deleted. And then it. deleted it like a day later. Like, like, like it's what? not like it's not like just like a drop on SoundCloud and then deleted it. It's like he shot a very like a decent music video for it and then deleted it. But I feel like that was kind of like a wake up moment for a lot of the community um, to like realize like how far it can reach at times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wondering like, has there ever been any, any like other instances like that where like you've like seen somebody at school like wearing merch from an artist or like overheard a conversation where they're like other people are talking about an artist that have like kind of put the pers- like put the true scale of the scene's size into perspective for you? Really? No, which is kind of why it's like weird to be here and why I'm so like shaky and shit right now because I've never had that like gap having like a bridge between it mm-hmm. before. The, there was one time like this one girl in my history class had a lyrical lemonade shirt and like that's like a big thing already. Right. So I was like, you know, maybe they read the Twerk Nation article. I don't <laughs> yeah. fucking know. Oh yeah, that's a good point, huh? Yeah, because like it's it's crazy how you're one degree of separation from the people that are like wearing lyrical lemonade tees or like stuff like that. And then uh, you also mentioned on Twitter recently that you have some stuff with vocals in the works. Uh, so I'm wondering like has doing your own vocals always been an interest of yours or is that something that like sort of stemmed from your involvement with production it's always been something I wanted to do ever since I just kind of discovered the scene really and ever since I've listened to more of Nick's music too Nick's like Nick's like a big inspiration right now a lot of the stuff I have in the works is like not even close to done Mm -hmm. and I always feel bad because I've been saying since like October that I was like oh I'm gonna drop some of the vocals on it soon and like I never it's never done but it's just like so nerve-wracking to do it and especially since I have like six people in my house and I share a room and now I'm not even in my room in the basement it's like what the fuck am I supposed to do can you explain the story for why you're in the basement we talked about it a little bit earlier but yeah what's so (laughs) run through what happened to lead you to move your setup into the basement (laughs) my roof blew off of my house because it was really fucking windy we're in the midwest yeah for (laughs) for reference yeah and then the roof took off my chimney as it was flying off my house and then it was also raining that same night and water started seeping into my fucking room and we had to put like coolers and shit everywhere to collect the water it was like oh we're gonna put a tarp on the roof so it's like not that bad but then water started pulling up in the tarp that was on the on the roof and then it went back into the ceiling and into a like like a boob light in my room oh yeah one of the boob lights yeah yeah yeah. so I had to twist that off pour the water out that was in it (laughs) it's like a little salad bowl yeah (laughs) actually it was like just like that shit and then it was like dripping from there and I, I was like I, it was like one in the morning. I was like, you know, dad, we got to turn like the power off from our room. Otherwise the fire's going to fucking start. And the only other option was like either be in the living room or in the kitchen. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking be in here with my dad's watching TV and making like chicken and shit. Like what the fuck? I'm not going to do that. I can't like play CS while I'm doing that. <laughs> so I was like, I'll guess I'll be in the cold ass basement next to the washing machine. <laughs> On the topic of production, what advice would you give to a producer who's like considering giving more like experimental EDM stuff or even something like Jersey Club a shot, but doesn't really know where to start? 
Okay, do you specifically mean like Daria Core? Like, I mean like okay, we're gonna get to Daria Core in a minute, so okay. don't worry. But like, but just stuff like that or Jersey Club or anything of the sort. I would say just listen to everything. I'm someone who listens to music like, like all the time, like every day. When I was starting doing like like Genghis and shit, and even starting to do like Jersey Club, I would just download everything I liked and just listen to it over and over and over again, and like listen to it slowed down to like try to hear like. You mentioned and like shit. listening to stuff at seventy five percent speed. Yeah, yeah, do that. That's really that's like my biggest tip to anybody, especially for the shit like I make there's like so much like detail and stuff on that most of the time like just listen to it slowly and then you'll hear you'll pick up on a lot of shit that you've never noticed yeah it's like sounds and like different like little details that like kind of just like blur by when you're listening to it like actively but when you slow it down you like hear little bits and pieces yeah and then as somebody like with somebody that's like new to the community and maybe wants to like give producing a shot I'm sure like this scene skewing so young can be kind of intimidating like I mean we have like so many like 14 15 16 year olds like accomplishing some really incredible things like we have like Ellens and Fyodorian who have both done insane stuff by the time they're like what is is Lance like 15 Lance like just turned 17 Lance just turned 17 and then Dorian is 15 still correct yeah I think so what would you say to someone who maybe wants to give producing a shot but is sort of discouraged by like how young so many other people are and how much they've accomplished really just do it I don't know what to say? Because I've been producing for like, it's going to been eight years now. So I don't really know. Really? So you've been producing since like nine? Yeah, like 10. Most of the people I talk to, you know, like Carbine and, uh, you know, Dashy Hakoi. Right. They, they've been producing, like Carbine's producing for like like a year, I think, and Hakoi's been producing like Carbine's a year. Carbine's been producing for a year. Yeah, like it's You insane. just shattered so many people's I know, egos. I know. You just fucked so many I, people I'm, up. I'm sorry, but that's yeah. true. And if you're just a creative person and you have the drive to make stuff that you like and that you that you want to make, I think you can learn anything and like, you can be where Carbine's at in a year. You, that's easy. Literally, I don't think my music was even, like, I've, even though I've been producing for like eight years, my shit wasn't good until like two or three years ago. You just need experience and you need, most of all, you need like creativity and drive. Like, that. that's it. Like, don't worry about like how young you are or some shit. Like, it's fine. Like, it's just most of the time, like for most people, it's just a hobby that became something big. Mm -hmm. So just treat it like a hobby. When people hear like, oh, they've been producing for like eight years, they've been producing for nine years, whatever. Like, for example, Camo's been producing for like a decade. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that's not like sitting down as like a job. Yeah, exactly. It's like every once in a while giving it a shot. Like, I'm sure they did music every day, but it's not like when people hear 10 years, they think, 10 years as like a nine to five. Like that's not how that works. Yeah. I've only been Genghis for like eight years or for eight months. My stuff like five months ago was like ass in my opinion. Like literally you can learn so much in just like a few months time, even like a week. On the topic of Project Files, um, I think you mentioned that like the, the California, I think Project File was only 20 tracks in total, but I know that uh, there has to be some tracks that are, or some project files that are completely ruined. So I'm wondering, what was the most like scuff project file you've ever worked in? My latest and my most popular are fucking like laggy as shit sometimes. I, they took like a day to make each, mm -hmm. uh, like 24 hours, like in each one. I don't know if you know like how Ableton works, but everything in Ableton has to be like one track. Really? Okay, so you use Ableton. I thought you no, used No, I don't FL. use FL. I use oh, FL. Or, okay, okay. Yeah. But I'm just using it as like, like, as like a comparison. Mm -hmm. Like everything that you do in Ableton has to be like on one track each. And for us to be different, I think you have to make like a new thing. I'm pretty sure I've used like every instrument on like the same track at one point in <laughs> FL. So like that shit would be impossible to do in Ableton. Like yeah. it's literally like if you show that to an Ableton user, it'd be like the most illegible thing in the world. I feel like there's a lot of debate amongst people who use like specifically FL and Ableton, but then there's like the four people that use logic out there like, <laughs> yeah. and whatnot. Do you view like sort of each of like the, because you, that, like that being an interesting thing that like FL can do over Ableton. Do you view each of the DAWs as like things that are like maybe like objectively, like there are parts that are like objectively better than each other or do you think they're all just like tools to get the same job done? 
a little bit of both. I've never used Ableton before. It was like like once, like a few years ago, uh, I used it, and it was weird as shit. But there definitely you can do anything you want and anything. Like don't like worry too much about what you're using, what you have been using. Like if anyone's actually like trying to shit on you for using FL and not Ableton or the other way around, like they're just they're lame. Like don't yeah. don't listen to that. But there's definitely some like little things that I wish I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one thing in Logic specifically. I was in a call uh, in the Twerk Nation VC with Sersha Dream. There's like this one thing called Very Speed, and it would just like that. That is insane. I was like, I was actually thinking about downloading Logic right then when I saw it, because it like pitches up and makes everything fast like instantly. It's it's insane. I wish FL had it because an FL the only thing similar to it is the master pitch knob. It's so finicky. Uh, you have to remix a bunch of shit if you do that normally too. A lot of plugins that are third party, not like native to FL, they don't even have like compatibility with it. So it's really fucking annoying. And I actually don't use a lot of plugins because I don't have it. But very speed, it just like makes the whole song faster. Uh, it seems so much easier to do. And it like, you can produce a song in the same key that your vocals are in and then speed it up live in the project. It's insane. Like I wish I had that in FL. But that's like the only thing that I could think of uh, that it's actually like, objectively in my opinion better than like fl and then you mentioned recently in a soundcloud comment that you sometimes struggle with like not rushing songs and like actually putting in the effort to like really flesh out all the ideas you have so i'm wondering like where does that like desire to sort of like rush music out come from and like how have you overcome it in the past first of all you're reading my soundcloud comments okay well i didn't read all your you can rest easy knowing i didn't go too far back in your twitter because you have like (laughs) forty-five thousand tweets total across both your accounts Mm -hmm. so i say both i know you have more than two but (laughs) yeah but like uh but like where does where does do you think that comes from and like how do you overcome it i rush a lot of my shit because like i want people to hear it really like i'm I'm, i have a really bad uh habit of just sending demos when i'm working on them all the time and keeping no secrets about my music right like being like an open book about yeah Yeah. really and a lot of times i post it just because i want people to hear it now (laughs) like i'm so like antsy just to release something my latest song everyone shut up and 24 hours challenge both of those i've spent at least 19 hours on both and i feel like it shows like that one song blew up for a reason in my opinion like it was it was really good i actually snapped on that song and my latest it's like four minutes and i've like i've explored like every idea i had but a lot of my songs like there's always one or two parts where i'm just like i could have fixed that i don't have soundcloud pro but i really want to buy it to like remix or like really flesh out some of my songs people say like don't do that because like people like how it sounds already but and i probably won't but i might like on like, an like, a, like a vip or something yeah like that. i'll yeah. do a vip of something at some point because just because there's like literally in like almost all my songs there's something i have a problem with it's no secret Art- artists are almost always their own worst critics like i mean whenever i watch like an interview or something i'm like wow i could have asked that question better i could have done this better i could have said that better i could have delivered that better but like i'm whenever people are like dude fucking who cares about like your very slight tweaked delivery on like this bit it's like it's a good interview overall and i'm sure that like rings true for you as well so i'm wondering like how do you like sort of like try to keep yourself motivated when you maybe fall into like a pit of like oh shit i could have done this better like i could have done that like how do you keep yourself motivated when you're like in a creative slump maybe there's been a few times where i've gone back in the file for a song that i've made that i didn't really like and changed it to where i liked it uh just like for me personally I like that one, like seven minute long song. Fact about that one, I rushed that one crazy hard. I made that whole song in one day and then I hosted a listening party for it in the same day. There's so many things that I could have fleshed out better, like especially at the end. For that song, I added an ending to it and just like no one's heard it, but I just made it for myself. I'll either like flesh something out a bit more to have the peace of mind to know that I can and then I'll just listen to a fuck ton of music. I'm listening to music like every second of every day if I'm not like in a call with somebody or something like even at school I don't give a shit about school so like I'm just listening to music all the time I wish I like knew how to write like notation for like music and stuff because I have like ideas in class 
Mm -hmm. Is it like ever one of those things where you're like, I have this idea, I have this idea, I need to get home, and then you get home, and then it's like, oh shit, what was the idea? Yeah, no, I've like made like whole songs in my head, and like I can't make them because I'm in first period physics class. Like it's like, fuck this, dude. I'm wondering, like you mentioned that like you're not really like the biggest fan of like your earlier work. Do you think that's down to like not having as much of like maybe as formed of a, of a creative vision as you do now? Or do you think that's more down to like technical proficiency not being as good? Definitely technical proficiency. Like I've definitely been more creative like recently now with like my new stuff. Cause like a lot of my first stuff was just like one sample that I chopped up and I like put drums and a bass and bass over it. And it was like, whoa, like at the time it's like people were like, oh, let's go so hard when they heard it. Uh, Cause like, it was like a really like unsaturated place to make music at the time, like in the Daria chord tag. So people would hear anything that isn't like Leroy and be like, holy fucking shit, this is insane. But it wasn't really like good. <laughs> I don't know what to say now. Like I remember underscores actually liked one of my first songs and it's like it's my worst song. <laughs> it's like, it's the it's worst the, shit ever. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it's the, it's the one that you commented. Like uh, if I ever drop something like this again, please kill me. Or like <laughs> you just like bash me in the head with a lead pipe. Yeah. I think that's exactly what I said. On the topic of like outlets for like creativity recently, like the, the Daria core community had like quite a sort of like transitional moment where everybody decided like kind of decided to like abandon the tag and like move yeah. along. And I'm wondering like, what was the reasoning behind all of you guys? sort of deciding to leave the Daria Core tag in the past. I don't know. This is like some crazy anxiety moment for a lot of people, I think. Mm -hmm. Because Jane tweeted something about like, Dari Core, or I don't make Dari Core on their account. That was like after they removed the tag. They're not very active in the community, but like obviously everybody listens to their stuff mm -hmm. and everyone like is inspired by like what they do and, and all that shit. So when they said that and they removed the tag and they said it's not like Dari Core is not a genre and all that, all that stuff, everyone was like, is it like bad to do that? They don't want to be like associated with something. So yeah. you don't want to like associate them by proxy. Yeah. So it's, it, it just felt like I didn't think too deep into it. I was like, um, hopefully I didn't do anything wrong really. Cause a lot of the way I operate is just kind of like, I do what I like and I want to make friends with people. That's, that's literally it. There's, there's definitely like something to be said about a lot of people in the community are definitely like people you, like that are kind of annoying to talk to. And I think personally, it was just a way to distance themselves from the community. I know a few people, I don't think Carbine ever used the tag in the first place either. So I guess it was- Also like you use like Guarantino Night Core. Yeah, like literally. Daria Core and the movements associated with it have always been pretty like centralized on SoundCloud. Um, but we recently had like a pretty like interesting reversal of that dy dynamic when um, Dashies, uh, so they were deleted, you say, got put on the Hyperpop playlist on Spotify. Uh, so I'm wondering like, how do you think being so tied to SoundCloud has sort of influenced both like the Daria Core community or also just the scene at large's like trajectory. When I think about like being on SoundCloud, it's like I'm like just on SoundCloud when I when I think about it. Like I'm not on streaming. Like it, it feels more like smaller. Mm -hmm. But like when you see like like how big like like Leroy or something specifically is, it's not just on SoundCloud. Like people are like they're talking about me sometimes. They're talking about like people in the scene, the people in the community. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like being just on SoundCloud, I have this like idea that I'm like smaller than I am. And I know I'm not like I'm not big. I'm not like crazy huge. A lot of people I listen to are like five times my following. Mm -hmm. But like. I, I definitely like underplay like how many people have heard my music or anything like that. And also you mentioned that you were going to put um, Gingus on like Bandcamp as well, correct? Yeah, I'm still working on that. I'm lazy as fuck. Yeah, fair enough. And like, I mean, you're about to be put in a position where, like you said, you're not like like astronomically big or anything, but you'll you'll realize like, because aren't there a couple of people going to the Underscore show tonight that listen to your music? Yeah, that's, that's crazy to me. <laughs> you're going to be like potentially face to face with people that like listen to your stuff. So I think that's yeah. like acknowledgement of both like how kind of tight knit the SoundCloud community can be, but also how it like sort of spills out into other stuff as well. And then uh, no matter how many new artists you discover, it seems like there's always going to be like a hundred more you want to listen to like every time you turn your back. So if you could pick a handful of artists to put our listeners onto right now, who'd you pick? Dude, I listen to so much music. How many, how many people am I allowed to cloud up right now? <laughs> a dozen, let's say a dozen. A dozen? Okay. 
I mean, you said you have a lot. So, I mean, one person I've been listening to ever since, like, I first, like, got into the scene, Moss Garden. Mm -hmm. Literally one of my favorite artists ever. Mm -hmm. Moss Garden is literally fucking insane. Mm -hmm. Makes the prettiest music ever. And, like, a bunch of people around, like, that scene, really, that, like, makes stuff similar to them. Very good. Uh, I found this one person, like, recently, someone posted my Discord server, somebody named Galasses or something. They, they, their account's, like, a month old. They post, like, the prettiest music in the world. It's, I think it's spelled, like, G-A-L-A-A. S-A-Y-S. Thank you for including spelling because yeah. I would have a horrible time looking that up yeah. later. The, those two, they make, they're like a similar, I think, like sound in my opinion, uh, but both very pretty music. Orchid, I've been listening to Orchid. Have you heard of Orchid? Um, I have not. Orchid makes a lot of really good music. A lot of stuff I've been listening to is like the opposite of what I make right now. It's just very mellow, chill, like very quiet sounding stuff. Obviously, Quantic, very good right. music. Quantic is literally fucking insane. Uh, Canopsy is an incredible album. Yeah, literally, that song is, I mean, the, the whole album, it actually so good. When Sorry Days dropped, it was like, this is like the craziest song ever. Dweet Zeke, Camo, both very good. I just gotta get those out of the way. Everyone right, says right, those. Right. My friends, you know, Dashi Hikoi, uh, those two. And also, they'll probably kill me if I don't plug them. <laughs> Lance, I think, dude, I, I, we need, I need like more like central stuff from Lance because everything I hear from Lance is like all the stuff they've produced. Right, I need more vocals from Lance. Yeah, yeah. no, I need that to happen. And then everything that they've put on Twerk Nation is fucking insane. Mm -hmm. They posted like one demo for the uh, the Mega Mix, and I like I actually uploaded that to my SoundCloud account on private to listen to it sometimes. Descrats are he's very good mm -hmm. yes. uh and you know dj rave robber cassie there's probably so many more people that i could recommend but those are like on my on my mind right now right i mean like on a similar note um even like with or without saying like whose they are like what would you say are some of the best like alt accounts in the scene oh <laughs> Uh, you, you don't have to say like who they belong to. You can just say like, oh, this is somebody's alt so account. So many alt accounts. Because I mean, like, okay, the thing is, is, like, whenever you discover somebody on SoundCloud that's like insane and you've never heard of them before, I feel like the impulse is like, okay, this is somebody's. Yeah, alt. somebody's alt for sure. I mean, like, two off the top of my head are like Shambamba and Esby. Shambamba's Austin with a Y. Esby is Swayze. Those are public. That's not like stepping on anybody's toes. They are both so fucking good. And um, Austin, I think, is now on Shambamba three because he ran out of space on the on the SoundCloud Pro Unlimited. There's just one account. There's like only one song on it and it's like 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 a word girl aesthetic. It's like what the fuck is this? But it's like the one song that's really good. I don't know what the the link is. It's I think it's called like Vanilla with like an O or something. I think that's what the link is. I'm not sure exactly, but very good song on there. That one's crazy. There's one account. It's like soundcloud.com slash Lego Inc. Which is like it's like Lego aesthetic. It's like what the fuck? How do you make Lego music, dude? And there's one account that's like themed after SpongeBob, like what the fuck? I fuck with it. Yeah. Are there other like little like like SpongeBob, like eh, like shit, like sprinkled into the there's music? There's like SpongeBob samples in there, yeah. There's like there's one fill that was like a like the bubble sweep when it like goes down <laughs> to like the bikini bottom. It was so yeah. that was insane. When I heard that, was insane. Those three are like probably alts, but I don't know who the fuck they are if they are, and they're they're insane. Watch uh, this interview age horribly in like three months when those both get exposed as like Zeke alts or something. <laughs> yeah. All of them. Yeah, and then also while we're at it, I've never actually, I don't think I've like mentioned this in any of the inter interviews before. There's an artist or maybe alt, they're too good to be like. It's called, um, I'm on that weird part of YouTube again. They like briefly read. Yeah. You, like you know that. Like, yeah, they, I, they, I know. like I don't know who they are. I don't know who that is. They have a Twitter. They have like I've done I've done research on them. If they're watching this right now, you're insane. If they're like just a like just a, a person like making music, then like all to you. But you're so good that I think you're like an alt of somebody insane. Despite how much of your your catalog is self produced, I can imagine there's plenty of people that you want to work with at some point. So if you could pick a handful of artists to like collaborate at some point in the future, who would they be? The big three that I want to work with, like Camo. Camo is so fucking good, dude. I don't. I'm not really like in my like vocal like sound I, I need to experiment more with that before I drop anything with that but like 
if I could go on a camo beat, that'd be insane. I fuck, I love camos, like music and stuff. Or if camo can go on like a thing I made, that'd be insane. Mm-hmm. Camo, uh, Zig, obviously that's shit. But also like mainly, uh, Nick and Carbine. I don't, I don't with both of those. Those, like those two, fucking insane. I listen to music all the time. If I could have like Carbine going like a thing I'm working on, that'd be insane. I don't want to like ask, <laughs> and also I don't want it to like be like a lab that like falls through because I hate doing that. I don't have that many like labs with people um, because I don't really like to work with people really. But yeah, like th- those those four. I said three, but they're four. Those four right. are really good. And also there's a collab I have with like Descript that, I'm wa- that I want to work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like it's been a while and literally it's my fault that I'm not like, <laughs> like I have to work on it. And like I'm always telling them like, it's my bad, dude, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, I have to, I have to pick up my game. But low key, it's not my fault because my fucking roof broke. So right. like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to blame me. Like mm, your roof nearly killed you. But I think like- It could have killed me actually. Yeah. That could have killed me. Yeah. And then uh, finally, uh, I'm really excited for what you have for the next year coming up. So I'm with a name change and a recent change in direction for you under your belt what are you looking to accomplish in 2022 make vocal music get on spotify and talk to more music people like make friends with people that i listen to more i'm always talking telling carbine this because carbine like tells, talks about their stats a lot and they're like oh my related tracks plays are so garbage and like me and me and dashies are both like really good compared to them and they're like i was like oh my related tracks are so shit but i'm like you have more like friends like in the community i would trade my stats with yours if like if i could like have more like friends with people that i listen to just because like that's really fucking cool i just like talking about music to people that I like especially music that I people that I like because I get I get to hear their tastes their influences and it's like it's just really interesting to see I want to kind of break out of like my, my mold right now really that's like mainly this year I want to like make more different music and post it and like expand like out of this niche of like Dari corn shit that I'm in right now because I can't be there forever mm-hmm. and I don't want to be there forever <laughs> yeah I want to make different shit and I want, I want people to fuck with it so that's really it right I think just expanding and being like different and like changing things up in the future is the best you can do mm-hmm. all right um i think that's gonna wrap it up for you today thank you thank you so much for watching oh. Bye. <laughs>